Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 189 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The Law of Attraction and are you carrying the heaviest of energetic weights? Today I'm going to talk about a particular feeling that a lot of you probably have to some degree and it's one of the most important feelings to deal with because again energetically it's the heaviest. It's going to create the most ick in our vibe. And obviously like everything I talk about I always talk about things in the context of manifesting and influencing your outside reality because any most people are pretty invested in the outside world, right? And a lot of our drive to do inner work is so we can have a better outside experience. And that's okay. But like I always like to remind people too is, you know, the really the real goal of doing all of this should be the work, the feeling better and the healing and all of that stuff, the the cultivation of positive emotion, it should really be the goal in and of itself, right? But I recognize that we want stuff. I like to have stuff too. And I, I'm invested in this world, you know, just as much as the next person. So my work is right to help try to make the reality of that more painful and make that journey, you know, not feel as bad and not let the mind rule it as much as it does. But anyway, that's just kind of a little tangent there. And this topic is a good example of, you know, the theory versus reality of manifesting being very different. Human energy has a lot of stuff going on that's not accounted for in theory, right? In the theory of attraction in particular, right? It's pretty, it's a pretty essential, the, the idea itself is not complex. It's very simple. You know, your energy influences your outside reality. And if you believe that, if you, if you know that now, you believe that's true and you try to think positively and deal with your limiting beliefs, um, set intentions for what you want, act as if it's already happened and then just relax or whatever, then these, these things will happen for you. You'll, you'll get the physical healing. Your finances will improve. You'll find a relationship. You'll get a better job, all that stuff, right? And that's very true. But theory doesn't account for the fact that we have a lot of other issues going on besides the fact that we just didn't know that's how reality worked. That's how the universe worked. And all we have to do is fix that and then we're golden. Now, of course, believing in something like the law of attraction, conscious creation, all these different universal laws that indicate, you know, what's happening inside influences what's going on outside. Of course, that's a core thing. Without that, you know, it's game over, obviously. But again, human energy has a lot of stuff going on where that alone is probably not sufficient. There's self-sabotage. There's all sorts of fears. We do have that skepticism and doubt. Our mind is, has a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, we have conflicting, you know, there's a part of us that we might not want the things we consciously say. All of this stuff going on, of course. And when we think of our vibration and energy, if we think of those terms as just kind of fancy words for our feelings, what your dominant energy is like your dominant emotional state. Again, we see that there's a lot of other things we need to be paying attention to to get a better sense of what vibe we're really putting out in the world. And we, there's a lot of different emotional things happening that could interfere with this process that will keep us from making the inner transformations and really feeling like we've made real progress in, in how we feel and, and healing and all of that. So what's this feeling I'm talking about, this heaviest of energetic weight? Shame. I read a book by, I think it's David Hawkins. I can't remember what it, the exact thing, but it was like, part of it was, I can't remember the title of it either, but it was like ranking, ener it was ranking emotion by like some kind of vibrational frequency. There was some kind of measurement of it. I, again, I can't exactly remember what the 
what it was. But basically, like, shame was the lowest emotion. Like, it was the the heaviest. It was, like, right. It was the very bottom of the, the scale, right? And you can see how that is because shame, you know, the the that feeling will feel that when we think like there's something whether it's an aspect of our personality we did something whatever it is we whatever makes us feel that feeling it why it's the worst is because it at the core you only feel that way if you feel like you're wrong or you're bad in some way or inherently you're broken and there's something you're less than you're damaged goods right and then we feel shame about it so for a lot of us, that's a feeling that can attach itself to a lot of different things. And a lot of us might be dealing with it. And some of you might be very well aware of, of your sense of shame. Like you feel shame about um, certain things and, and you know that's a feeling you have. But for a lot of us, it might be more subtle. You might not realize that you feel shame about something because it's more subtle. It's not as strong. You haven't really uncovered the the relationship of that feeling and, and different things in your life and realizing you feel that way about certain things or intellectually you understand that you shouldn't feel shame about certain things so you haven't explored it because it's too hard to admit that you feel it because admitting you feel that way might make it seem like a good example of this of that example is right um sexuality is there anything wrong with being gay no i don't think so i don't think it's unnatural that behavior has been observed in animals that are not making conscious choices about their sexuality, right? It's based on pure instinct. So I don't, I think it's a, I think anything that happens with us, if it wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't happen. So being gay, right? Again, this is just the example of what I was talking about of being, if uh, you admit the feeling, it admits uh, something that you think is a, a, a bad perspective is being validated. But if you grow up in a culture where that's seen as is being wrong, or uh, you grew up in a really religious household, and that's again religion. Most religions, right? That's it's wrong. It's a sin. It's unnatural. All this stuff, you've absorbed all of that. So intellectually, you understand there's nothing wrong with being gay. There's nothing wrong with who you are, but that conditioning is very deep, and you feel a sense of shame about your sexuality. But you can't admit that because if you admitted feeling shame about it, then that means that all these people that are saying there's something wrong with you and that it's unnatural, then maybe that's right. The part of you that because your life has been harder, maybe it's been a, like your sexuality has posed problems, uh, challenges in your life. And there's a part of you that might think if my if I was straight, my life would probably be a lot easier. And again, there's a sense of shame about who you are, but you can't admit it because then it will be like admitting that all these people that think being gay is wrong. It means that they're right. It means there is something wrong with you. It is better to be straight, quote unquote, better. So that's an example, right, too, of a lot of times we can't uh, admit our shame uh, we can't fully tap into and admit that it's there because then it would be like admitting other perspectives people have about who you are or something you did that there. Yeah, they, they, it is wrong. Those people are all right about this being wrong and bad and there's something wrong with me. So again, we have to explore that. And this is something, you know, that example speaks to a lot of different other kinds of emotions that we struggle with. And we can't admit that we're struggling with them uh, because it means that certain condition, the mind will say, well, certain conditioning you've received about what's right and what's wrong and all of this. It means that if you're feeling that way, that feeling, it means that there is something wrong with you and all those people, society, culture, religion, or whatever, it means that they're right about this, this thing. So... 
one of the keys for personal growth oriented people is like that brutal honesty about how we're feeling. That's why it's so important because again, you're going to feel a lot of things on an emotional level that intellectually, you know, are not true, but because of conditioning and all of these other things that are very, very deep on an emotional level, you're still responding in a certain way. So we have to be able to be honest about how we feel and admit these things. And like I said before, shame, it does, it attaches itself to a lot of different experiences that you intellectually might know are fine, but on an emotional level, you you feel like shame about it. You think there's something wrong with you inherently, or you're a bad person because you did this or you did that. And I mean, the list could be endless. People, again, sex, people might feel shame about their sexuality, even though intellectually, again, you know, it's, it's fine. You feel shame that you never graduated from high school. You feel shame that you never went to college. You feel shame that you had an abortion. You feel shame that um, you were sexually promiscuous when you were younger. You feel shame that maybe when you were younger, you were kind of a bully in high school or a mean girl. You feel shame uh, that you grew up poor. You're ashamed of people in your family. You're ashamed of uh, a situation how you treated somebody and you felt you treated them poorly. You're ashamed of a situation where you were really vulnerable and open with somebody and it didn't go well and then you feel all this shame about being so open and emotional with them you feel shame about your finances you feel shame that your business is not succeeding and uh people think you're a success and you're not and you feel like oh my god i feel so terrible that um, i'm not being successful you feel shame about i mean again the list can go on and on and on because again shame is a feeling of there's something inherently wrong with you you, you know, you did something wrong, inherently you're bad somehow. And there's so many experiences where our mind could have that narrative. And then, then of course, that feeling of shame is going to come along with it. And it's such a low energy because feeling like there's something inherently wrong with you or that you're a bad person inherently because you did this or a certain way you were in the past, that's a really bad feeling. And energetically, that's very, very heavy. And that energy, it can really impede a lot of growth. It can impede a lot of energetic transformation. And also a lot for a lot of people, depending on what you feel shame about, it can create issues of worthiness and deserving. And it's very hard to uh, manifest better things into our life if we think that we don't deserve them. It's a very heavy energy. It's a very painful energy to think inherently there's something wrong with you and that you're broken and that you must, you're, you might be someone, a better life is, is just not for you shame about certain things it will impact how you behave it'll impact the choices you make and again that'll impact what your life looks like the energy that's uh motivating these sorts of choices and behaviors and and all of these things so this is a very important energy to explore in our lives but because it feels so bad where it's one of the energies that's the least likely to explore because if that's that's a heart it's a heavy energy it feels terrible Especially again, if you're feeling shame about something and you think admitting that makes other people write about you or this thing or that thing. And then it's like, if you're feeling that shame, it's showing that they were right. And, and, and then you, again, we, um, a lot of things we don't bring beyond the idea of intellectual understanding. And then what's happening emotionally is a very different story. So are you experiencing shame in your life? And are you feeling that energy? And like I said before, some people, it might be very on the surface. You're very aware you feel that way and you're very aware of why you feel that way. For other people, you might not really realize you feel that way. Like, for example, uh, 
you're, you've been divorced. A lot of people struggle with that because they feel like it's like it marks them somehow. Like you had this failed marriage and like your damaged goods or something, or it says, and, but then I'll, I'll write intellectually, oh yeah, I got no big deal. Like marriages end, it's fine. But then on a deeper level, you might feel some sense of like shame about like thinking, saying you're someone that's been divorced. It's, it indicates some sort of failure or deficiency within yourself that you couldn't make your marriage work. And again, intellectually, we understand like, no, that's silly, but what's happening emotionally is often so, so different from what's going on in our mind. And inner work is not of the intellect. It's of, it's the, that's not where inner work takes place. It's not an intellectual thing. It's not a rational, it's not, it's not work of the mind and the intellect. It's work of, of the feelings and the heart and what's happening inside on an emotional level. And because we're so used to operating from the level of the mind, we take that into this journey and we take it into energy work in particular. And we learn all of this stuff and people tell us all of these things about love yourself, all these, this energy, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, this feels good. I accept it. This is how I want to think instead. But then on an emotional level, there's all this stuff happening where these shifts in perspective these acceptance of these new ideas and these new ways of looking at things and all of this, it doesn't really go beyond intellectual. So on an emotional level, there's still all this stuff happening. And either we're not aware of it or we are kind of aware of it. We don't want, really want to go there because that's uncomfortable. And we keep trying to do things from the mind, hoping that'll be enough to make these inner shifts on an emotional, energetic level. And it's a good first start because you're hearing this podcast or you read a book about something or someone said something in a lecture or you write, you hear some sort of information from outside of you and it gets the wheels turning. So of course there's the mind is involved to some degree and that's where it starts. But what's, but then we have to work on integrating that information on an emotional level because on an emotional level, the shift emotionally, that's what indicates we've truly bought into these perspectives. That's what indicates we truly believe these things is how we feel at the emotional change, the emotional resonance with these ideas, not just intellectual. So the intellectual understanding and acceptance gets the wheels turning. It starts the process because we have this human mind with a brain and that's how we take in our information. But then we have to do the work on the emotional level. And again, shame is it's such a terrible feeling that it's, you know, we're, our minds reluctant to deal with bad feelings regardless, but then the worse the feeling, then the more we're like, oh, no, 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 no. And right. And we're carrying all this energy from um, someone we love died. And then there's grief and grieving that feels terrible. And then we don't deal with that. And that energy just festers something like shame. So the more important, it's like the more important the energy is to deal with, there's a direct correlation with it's the type of energy we're least likely to want to deal with. And we see, obviously, we see that's a big problem. So energetically, the energy of shame, it's something that really needs to be addressed because it's so heavy. Carrying that around, obviously, just in a general sense, of course, it's, it's not going to feel good. You're going to feel these tensions. You're going to feel this heaviness. And especially as a growth-oriented person, if you're more aware of all these energies now, and then you're still letting your mind be like, no, nah, I don't really want to deal with that, especially with law of attraction type stuff. It's like, let's just, let's just keep trying to attract stuff. Go, Let's go buy a new program about money, or let's try that new, af let's double our affirmations. Let's uh, set some new intentions, and let's just keep trying to manipulate the outside somehow and just try to 
to change the outside. Now we won't have to deal with any of these feelings because to your mind, your mind thinks you're upset about your circumstances. So of course your mind's always going to be like, well, that's the answer. Let's just keep trying to fix the outside. Let's, it keeps Your mind is really good at trying to find all these continuous workarounds so you don't actually have to deal with your feelings. But like I said earlier, if energy and vibration is just fancy words for feelings, this idea that we can make any significant shift in our energy in a lasting, meaningful, consistent way, not just here and there you get some pop and once in a while things go your way, but then essentially your life doesn't change. That's a lot of people's experience with this sort of journey. Meaningful, consistent, lasting change for most of us, that's going to involve a deep dive into our inner world. And this doesn't mean making it a full-time job or analyzing every negative feeling. But if you know that there's stuff is there, it's there and we have to deal with it. Whether we want to or not, irrelevant. Whether we like it or not, irrelevant. It's just a, that's a reality of this kind of work. If something's happening inside and you're feeling a certain way, that's just what's happening. Our bad feelings, if they're there, they're there. And we either deal with them or we don't deal with them. Now, of course, we have the choice not to. You're not under no obligation to do this work. It's totally a personal decision on an individual level, just you. No one can force it on you or make that choice for you. So you can say, no, I don't really, it's too painful. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Or your mind will convince, the, the best thing your mind does is your mind convinces you you don't know how to do that. It's comical to me how many people ask me about how to feel their feelings. And I'm not mocking or making fun of people. It's comical in the sense of it's so basic, but the mind is so screwed up. And the mind is so intent on just wanting to do everything just to get what we want. It worries that there's a right or a wrong way to do it. Or it's so, you're, that part of you so doesn't want to go there that it convinces you that you, have, you don't know how to do something that requires absolutely zero skill or knowledge. It's like you cry, you admit how you feel, and that you deal with these feelings, you let them come up, you be with them, and then you work harder to embrace the perspectives that would make those sorts of feelings go away. And that's one of the keys to dealing with shame or any other negative emotion, because people think, okay, well, how do I get rid of that feeling? If we remember our feelings aren't coming out of nowhere, but they're a result of some sort of narrative that the mind is telling, a conclusion, a story, you can change that. And then the feelings start to change. You'll probably still have to feel them. You, know, you need to let them out of your system because that energy is there and you need to let it out. You'll have to cry or get angry or, or whatever the emotional response is. But that's where it all starts because you change the narrative. You have the, the feelings have no choice but to transform because that's where the feelings are coming from. If you're feeling shame about something in particular because you think, um, the divorce again is an example. Your mind's telling a story about what it means to be divorced, what a divorced person, what that indicates about the, you as a person. And then you feel shame that you had a failed marriage. So what's the story there? And this is, again, this is another reason why this work, we kind of stunt our growth in, in that sense is we don't want to face those stories. We don't want to die. We don't want to sift through those stories and see what that story is. We know it's a bad story because we feel bad. So we know right away. And then we're like, I don't really want to think about that. Like saying it out loud, actually like consciously focusing on this story and that narrative and what my mind has been telling me all these years about whatever the issue is that you feel shame about. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. It's painful. And again, we can make that choice to, to decide, I don't want to deal with all that pain and we can do whatever we want. That's it's, it's up to us. But anyone that's, that's started on this journey, you, you realize you really can't shrink back. You can get stuck for a while if you really resist doing certain things. But like I said before, 
once you're on this path and you have this greater awareness about what's happening inside and you've learned all of these new perspectives that can ease your suffering and help you heal from all of these problems and then we consciously are like, no, I'm not going to do anything about that, you'll probably in some ways you'll feel worse than the person that's living totally unconsciously and just miserable and carrying around all of this pain and all of this gross energy, but then you don't really know what's happening. That knowledge burdens us in that sense if we don't do anything with it. And you're going to have an extra layer of emotional ick that comes with all of that. So if you're on this journey now, you might as well just go all in, commit full force and just do what you need to do. It's uncomfortable at the time, but it's obviously worth it. Because if you deal with all these energies and you deal with all of these narratives and these stories and you, and you shift all of that, obviously you're going to feel a lot better. And if our energy and vibe, again, is fancy words for feelings, the better you feel overall, that's going to, that's going to spill over that general good feeling, that general emotional healing, that's going to positively impact every nook and cranny, every corner of your life. It has no choice because that, that's what's lying at the root of what you're of what the the root cause of creation is that energy. And if that energy is cleaner and lighter and more positive and, and free of all these kinks, of course, that's going to make a huge difference in your life. And it'll be much easier to focus on specific areas and trying to change specific areas of your life from a space more of instead of all these white, hot, burning needs that are stemming from all this pain, it's just mere preferences, you realize, oh, yeah, I still want a boyfriend. I'd still like to get remarried someday. I still want to lose the weight. I'd like to heal this health problem. I know I know my body could be in better condition. I know I have the power to, to do that energetically on an energetic level. So yeah, I still want to do all that stuff. But, but now with all of this healing and all of this clearing that's taking place on that more general level, dealing with these broader energies like shame and anger and fear or whatever it is, you're in a much better position to to put some specific energy and focus and intention behind these more specific things. There's less, there's less attachment. There's less need. There's less pain minimizing mode going on. So like I said in the beginning, of course, a lot of stuff I talk about is very much to promote overall well-being and overall inner transformation. That's my focus in life. That should be all of our focus when you think about it. Making all of this work about trying to change the outside and all attachment to all of these outcomes and all of these results, it's very painful. But like I said, I recognize that most humans, including myself, unless you're going to be pretty invested in this world and you're going to have these desires, but we don't need to have them be white, hot, burning needs that we feel like we can't possibly go on unless we get them. And our whole journey, we're carrying that tension and that pain and using that as the motivator to try to make these changes, which of course creates massive attachment to these, to these uh, manifestations. So of course the, the main goal, perfect world, of course, should be inner transformation, uh, c connection with the divine and all of that stuff like in and of itself. But we live in a world where we're, we have this ego, this mind, and we are here having this physical experience. So of course it makes sense that we want all these things. Again, the wanting of them is not the problem, but when they become white, hot, burning needs that we uh, attach to with the death grip, because we're looking for these things to solve all of these feelings inside and thinking that's the answer. It's not the answer. And a lot of you have probably seen that. You probably manifested all sorts of things that you, you wanted and maybe temporarily you felt okay, but after a while, right, the high wears off and those feel those bad feelings that may have temporarily kind of uh, been squashed for a bit, they come right back up because 
that wasn't the answer. That's not why you felt that way in the first place. And you might feel even worse now because when you banked on a manifestation to fix your life and to fix you emotionally and then it didn't, you're like, oh my God, I'm still stuck with this pain. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And the mind, you know how the mind works. You think the mind is telling you, well, maybe we should not focus on the outside so much and go within. Of course not. Your mind is like, well, let's try to get something else. Uh, maybe you'll feel better if you manifest twice the amount of money. Uh, maybe we should try to quadruple your income instead of just doubling it. Maybe yeah, that'll be it. A little more money will be better. Well, um, okay, the boyfriend maybe wasn't it, but you know, you are like 20 pounds overweight. Maybe that was it. So let's try to lose weight. Then you'll be better. Then you'll have the boyfriend and you'll be skinnier. No, then you'll definitely be happier, right? The mind is not, uh, the mind's never going to be like, eh, maybe this is not the way we should be focusing here. Maybe the outside's not the problem. Let's go within and deal with all your feelings. No, it'll never do that. It's always going to be like, well, let's just keep trying to fix the outside. Mm, okay, this one issue has been fixed. Now let's go obsess and focus over this issue now. You lost the weight. Okay, great. But you know what? You're looking older. You're aging and we need to fix that now. So then you'll be skinny and then you'll look younger. Okay, let's do that now because that, that we didn't uh, we still need to fix the body. That's still the problem. So you see the mind will never have you go within. The mind will always be like let's keep trying to fix the outside. Let's manifest even more of this thing we already got or let's try to now let's focus on this new area of life and let's get that and then we'll have Want that thing and then that thing too, then you'll definitely be happier because now you have two good things in your life instead of just this one. Maybe that wasn't good enough. Let's do that now. And you see, that's a dangerous journey because your mind, your mind lives in constant sense of not enough, not good enough, a constant sense of lack, always thinking you could have more, things can be better, you could have more, and it'll never run out of things for you to be like, yeah, maybe just try to, let's manifest that now, then, oh, then, and it convinces you every time if you get that, then, oh yeah, that's definitely it. So let's do that. Your mind will never have you go within. It will always think that the outside could be improved upon in some way. Nothing you manifest will ever, ever be good enough for that part of you. It's a bottomless pit of need and scarcity and lack. And from that energy, nothing, right? Nothing will ever be enough for it. So that journey within, you have to really consciously choose it. You have to really commit because your mind is going to want to pull you away from it constantly. Because your mind's not interested in whether you're happy or not. Your mind doesn't really care that you have this pain. Your mind's like, well, I just care about fixing the outside. So it's not interested in that. And also it's reluctant to do that because your mind sees that inner work as a threat. Because if you deal with all of that bullshit and all of that negative energy that's running your life, your mind's like, you're probably not going to really listen to me much anymore because I prey on that, all of those emotions to kind of control you and get you to do things the way I want you to do them. As long as you have that pain there and I can keep convincing you all these ways of all these decisions and actions and ways of focusing will help make it go away, then I can, I'll be, still be able to control you. But with that pain, if that pain goes away, you're going to see, especially you, the more we clear out energy, the more clearly you see things, the more easily you're able to embrace these new perspectives because there's not that interference from all this emotion that's been suppressed. So you, and you're just like, you start to see the mind for what it is and how crazy it is. And you're like, what am I, what have I been doing this whole time? You know, nothing about how the world works, your your way of thinking to say it's distorted is like an understatement if there ever was one. Yeah, I know you're a part of me and I'm going to have to contend with you, but the way you've been ruling me, 
and ruling my emotions, your narratives and the emotional hell that they've been, that's been creating for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of done with that. And I'm not really going to, you're not going to rule me that way anymore. Uh, we're reversing this relationship now. There's going to be a role reversal here. That's why I focus so much on the mind because the way the mind operates is the root of all of our energetic discord. You start understanding what's going on there. You make a conscious choice, again, to have that role reversal where, like, you're calling the shots and it's kind of acquiescing to you and not the other way around. Energetically, it solves a lot of these these problems that we're having and it makes these transformations a lot easier. So, yeah, the heaviest weight, shame. Is that something that's lurking in your energy? And some of you, you might be very well aware of it. And the key to the first key to to changing it, like I said, was... You got to start questioning the narratives of where, where the feeling came from. Because once you start changing that narrative, the feelings change. Because that's what's creating the feeling. If your mind is telling you about whatever happened, that that makes you bad, wrong, stupid, a failure, inadequate in some way, um, incapable, or whatever. And then it creates this feeling you feel shame about whatever happened. If you change that story... The feeling again, the feelings have no choice but to change because that's where they're coming from. But just doing that is probably not enough because the energy's there. Again, this is work on an emotional level. You'll probably have to let yourself be with these feelings. You're gonna have to tap into them, tune into them, be with them, embrace them, lean into them. It sucks, but it's not that bad. When you see the value of dealing with your feelings. When you make peace with uncomfortable feelings and that it just feels bad and you can accept that, this 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 intense uh, avoidance of them, you realize, okay, I don't have to do that. Because the only reason I'm avoiding this is because I don't want to feel bad. Yeah, nobody does. But it's really, I, if I see the value in this, if I can make peace with feeling bad and not thinking that, you know, my whole goal in life is to avoid feeling bad. Because that's, you know, our mind is all about pain minimizing and everything we do in life is to avoid bad feelings. And we worry about all these things in the future. We don't want them to happen. Why? Because we think when this thing happens, it's going to feel bad. So then we have all this resistance to potential future outcomes, things that might not even happen. And even if they did happen, you'll be fine and you'll get through it. And you'll make peace with the fact that, yeah, when this thing happens, when my parent dies, when this thing happens or this thing happens in the that's probably uh, brewing right now in the present moment, it's probably going to uh, eventually go in that direction, whatever. The, I know it's going to be terrible, but I'll be okay. Because if you're the more comfortable you get with your negative feelings, the more you're okay with feeling bad. And you don't feel so bad about feeling bad. You don't craft your whole life around trying to avoid uncomfortable feelings because I, I don't want to feel bad. That's our problem with everything, right? If a situation wasn't going to produce a negative emotion, we wouldn't care about it. It wouldn't matter to us because the only reason it matters is because, well, I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel bad. And this journey, there might be a lot of moments when you're feeling badly. And that's not a, to put a negative spin on personal growth, but personal growth is all about growth and change and transformation and this journey inward. And for a lot of us going inward, there's, there's some stuff there that we've picked up over our life from conditioning, certain experiences, and the narrative our mind has told about all of these experiences and this narrative creates a lot of pain. So you got to go to the story, even if it's painful, you got to let yourself feel the feelings. And I know with shame, because it's like the worst feeling, it's the one we're most reluctant to deal with. But, and we cannot deal with it. We can decide, yeah, that's too hard or I don't want to feel bad, but we have to realize the consequences of not doing that inner work 
forgetting all your precious stuff, especially, right? It's going to be harder because you have these energies there that are not going to allow you to receive these changes in your life as easily as you're supposed to be able to. So that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, head on over to livelifemadeorder.com. You'll also find products on offer and information about my coaching services. Bye-bye.